At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Put that one on the highlight reel with all the rest. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network, brought to you, of course, by BetMGM. It is a Thursday. we got college football. We'll hit later in the show, a little MLB for tonight. Right now, though, let's do some NBA futures. Joe G, J-Rod, Nick Ashew with us for this 10 a.m. Eastern hour. And when we have Nick with us, we got to look forward to the basketball season. And we kind of touched on some future stuff yesterday, Nick, and, and some teams we kind of like. And we were, you know, jumping to awards as well. But I thought it'd be fun, and we think it'd be a good conversation to have about teams that could ready to make that leap. It happens every year, like the Grizzlies last year. And, and I often think in the NBA, the assumption is, oh, it's they're close, but they need a couple more years. Sometimes teams pop. Like, remember the Warriors yep. were a second-round team, and then they were the best team in the NBA. The Grizzlies were intriguing, and then they won 50-something games and were really yep. good. So that could happen again. Let's talk through some teams, Nick, that, that we think have a chance to go from whatever level they were last year to the next level, whatever that is. And I know yesterday you were talking about the Cavs and how bullish you are on, on their future here. Yeah, I love the Cavs over 42 and a half wins. I actually wrote something about this yesterday uh, at BetQL.com. The three teams that I have, and I won't spoil it all for everybody, but you know, it's the Cavs are one. Uh, the Denver Nuggets are another team that I absolutely love. And these are obviously, by the way, you know, these are different levels of success. It's not just necessarily about, uh, I'm only going to give two. You have to go read the rest, by the way at betql.com or the betql app just quick promotion but look it's it's different levels right like i don't see the Cavs. you're not going to get any value or you're going to get value but you're really not going to get your money in the Cavs winning the title but if you're looking at cleveland over 42 and a half wins i love that i think cleveland has a chance to be you know at least a top six seed in the eastern conference next year given the improvement we saw last year they doubled their win total from two years ago so that's that's the trajectory that this young and really talented team is on now if you're looking for some maybe better value on the Cavs right now. You can kind of check out some markets depending on where you can find it. Sometimes these exist. They're a little harder to find, but, you know, an, an over-under prop on on seeding for a team like the Cavs, where it's like five and a half, and you think, all right, there's a little more value on them being a five seed or a four seed. You think that they're going to go under that, essentially. Like that, those are the types of things that you can look for. The Nuggets are a little different for me, though. You know, that's a team that has kind of been sitting and, and, and waiting, and you, you talk about the Warriors taking that next leap. Well, there was a big change there, too. 
They went from Mark Jackson, where they won 47 games the last year he was there, to being the best team in the NBA when Steve Kerr took over. Changed some of the lineup. Draymond Green became a focal point of that, that offense, became a starter. David Lee was no longer uh, the main starting power forward for that team. And we know, obviously, Steph Curry opened up in the offense. Everything that the Warriors did, the way that they approached it. So what would the change be then for a team like the Denver Nuggets to take that next leap? Well, it's that they're healthy. I mean, Nikola Jokic just won back-to-back MVPs for a reason. They won 48 games last year in Denver with Nikola Jokic and the other, the rest of the roster being just decimated by injuries. Well, Jamal Murray's going to be back, and Michael Porter Jr. is going to be back. And I can tell you this, Michael Porter Jr., when he is healthy, is one of the most talented players, just physically gifted in the NBA. Now, I'm not saying he's Kevin Durant, but he reminds you of Kevin Durant with his size, with his ability to stretch the floor, uh, the athleticism. He's also really skinny, which is a problem, and that's kind of hurt him. He, his, his body hasn't held up necessarily to the entire NBA grind so far, so you got to hope that he's out there for the entire year. But if you're looking at a team to really take that next jump, uh, the Denver Nuggets will go from playoff team, if they stay healthy, to actual title contender, and they're well coached with Mike Malone, too. Yeah, that's Nick, how would the, you, the injury factor? Yeah, yeah, of course. That's that's yeah, always because that that'll derail everything. Always. Yeah. But the worst part so is, Nick, you can't how predict would you it, right? Like you know, some you know some guys have like are injury prone to a point, but you can't really predict it. Like you assume Anthony Davis is probably going to get hurt at some point, but you don't know when. But that makes it obviously a little more risky, and you have to just at least kind of factor that in as a footnote when you're looking at some of these teams that have that. How would you approach the Nets, Nick? I mean, in terms of is it is it is it with the win total is it seeding how do you how do you approach that team in terms of of betting because because they are they, they are quite the quandary I, I mean i would consider betting on them to win the east i'm not saying title necessarily but that team's really good and the issue for them is not talent it's chemistry it's how does kevin durant get along with steve kerr how does St- uh, kyrie irving get along with steve kerr there was a or steve kerr geez, a steve nash there was a report out there and this is a report but that Kyrie Irving once told Steve Nash, you didn't deserve those MVPs, give those to Kobe or something along those lines, or give those trophies back, Kobe deserved those MVPs. Like stuff like that's not going to work. The pro- We always knew from the beginning, I said, this was going to be a beautiful disaster in Brooklyn, and it's exactly what we expected. James Harden got there and was like, cool, I'm here. Oh, God, I need to leave right now. He was Homer Simpson walking into the bar, taking his hat off that that gif, and then he just <laughs> plops the hat on and walks right back out like, I got to get out of this. So the issue, though, has been chemistry and the personalities coming together. But let's just say that there is a chance, at least, that there's we got to prove to everybody we can make this thing work, even if it's just one year. Kyrie will be a free agent after the season anyway. There is a ton of talent on this team. They've got shooters. Joe Harris will be back healthy. Seth Curry is there. Ben Simmons, we can say what we want about Ben Simmons, but if he's prepared and and does have the physically and mentally to be out there, he's one of the best on-ball defenders in the NBA. Great playmaker. You don't need to give him a lot of shots, so he'll get the ball to other guys that need to shoot. They added T.J. Warren on their bench. Go look at T.J. Warren in the bubble. Bubble T.J. Warren is one of the most incredible performances we've seen out of a player, but he's been hurt the last couple of years. So they got him coming off the bench. Like There's a lot of depth and a lot of balance on this team. Are they still flawed? Absolutely. The biggest thing, though, is the chemistry, and if it can come together, the talent is still there, and the big thing in the NBA that we know, right, if you have talent, you always have a shot, and the Nets have that talent. They can win the East. You're just also betting on some very hard-to-predict personalities coming together and, and letting it all gel. 
Yeah, I mean, that Kyrie story sounds real. Like, if it was anyone else, I'd say that's like, BS. I can it? hear it. I can, yeah. I can almost hear him saying yes, it. Yes, of course. Like, and by the way, Joe, Kyrie. let's not forget that when he first got, when Steve Nash was first hired, Kyrie was the one that was like, well, we don't really have a coach. We're all going to be coaches sometimes. No, you're not. Yeah. You're, that, that's not. That's not how this thing works. So that's what makes you mm -hmm. the, the most worried about that team. But listen, there's still some talent there, and there's an opportunity in a very w wide open Eastern Conference where they have a chance just by talent alone to put that thing together. Even Kanye thinks Kyrie is out of hand. It, that 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 that's that's how bad that is. I mean, he is the Kanye of of the NBA. I saw this article, Nick, and I wanted to to, to kind of get your thoughts on it about teams that didn't make the playoffs last year that they think are going to make the playoffs mm -hmm. this year. And and there's a couple that I that I thought were pretty obvious: the Clippers because they had they were they were so mm -hmm. injury yeah, prone, sure. but they had the Hornets, the Kings, the Knicks, the Lakers, the Cavs, and the Clippers. Where do you stand on that? All right, well, my first thing is, who are the teams you're taking out? If they have all of those teams who missed the playoffs last year now making the playoffs this year, there's at least a few that you're going to need to take out. Utah Jazz were a five seed last year. They're not making the playoffs this year. We can take them out. I'm worried about the Hornets. Steve Clifford trying to get along with uh, LaMelo Ball. That's not the type of personality coaching and you know the way that Ball plays where that's going to mesh. Uh, plus, they have, uh, what, Miles Bridges is not going to play this year. He's got off-the-court issues, and that was really their second-best player last year. I see the Hornets taking a step back from their 43 wins. Their win total is at 36-and-a-half. I'd probably lean towards the over, but only slightly. I th the Hornets were the 10 seed last year in the Eastern Conference. They won 43 games, so it's very spread out in the East. The Clippers, absolutely. The Clippers have a chance to be one of the best teams in the NBA. Remember, they made the conference finals when they had Kawhi Leonard and they had Paul George two seasons ago before everybody got hurt. So I'm fine with that. Uh, the Lakers, can Anthony Davis stay healthy? What's Russell Westbrook's status there? I just don't buy into the way the Lakers look in terms of the way this roster is still constructed. Now, when you have LeBron James, you're always going to factor that in. You're always going to say if LeBron's healthy, then yeah, they've got a shot, and rightfully so. He almost led the NBA in scoring last year. But I, I just don't have – I have too many concerns about the Lakers and their own chemistry right there. The Cavs – you heard what I said about the Cavs. I absolutely love Cleveland. I think they've built something special in Cleveland, and they've got a bright, bright future in that organization. The Kings, I get it. In Sacramento, everybody, King, Kings Twitter has been mad at me since I said, I, I since I went on to the 32-and-a-half win total. Like, it turned into this huge thing, and I, I don't care. Like, be mad at me all you want. Kings fans deserve better than the way that organization has been run. I know what it's like to be a fan of a horribly run organization. I'm a Commanders fan. And, you know, they take it personally, and it's not personal at all. In fact, you should hold your team to a higher standard, but don't tell me that, like, adding Malik Monk is going to make this team a playoff team. It's The West is still – so who in the West then? So let's look at it like this. If you're the Sacramento Kings, all right, we look at their win total this year at 32 and a half. Where's that going to get you? Well, the Spurs won 34 games last year and were in the play-in tournament. They're going to be worse this year, so you can take the Spurs out of the mix. Okay, the Pelicans won 36, but they are going to be a better team with Zion Williamson. So you've got maybe one slot left. So maybe Sacramento can squeak in as a 10 seed, but then there's the Lakers. The Lakers are a better team if they stay healthy than the Kings are. So do the Lakers take that last spot, the 10 seed, and then knock Sacramento out so they can't get in? Sacramento's not, I mean, you got the Suns, the Grizzlies, the Warriors, the Mavericks. Those are all playoff teams. The Jazz are out, right? Nuggets, I already said how I feel about them. Okay, what about uh, the Timberwolves? They're going to be better. Pelicans, going to be better. Clippers, going to be better. So it's easy to throw a lot of these, like this team could go in and this team could make it and this team should be in there too. But who are you taking out? 
Injuries and everything else aside, looking at where we are right now, what we know about these teams, it's going to be hard for a majority of those teams you just mentioned to me to get into the playoffs unless there are some real disasters with some of the other teams that are ahead of them right now. Yeah, it's a good point. I'm looking at it right now, the standings. It's it's almost the opposite of the NFL, where the NFL, you just say half the teams that made the playoffs or, you know, around that 40%, they're out, right? And we put new teams in it. Yeah. The NFL works every year. Especially in the NFC, right? The NFC right now could be anybody on the back end of that playoff bracket. Absolutely. It's why why people are jumping on the Lions and, you know, the Saints or whatever to to make the playoffs. Um, But you're right. In the West, it's hard to take teams out. Like, I think the Suns lose a lot more games. They're still going to make the playoffs. Grizzlies, Warriors, Mavs, Nuggets, you've made the case for. Pelicans will be better. Clippers, healthier, probably better. Lakers, you're right. I mean, as much as we laugh at the Lakers, they should go back to the playoffs if they're healthy and LeBron yeah. is, is himself. Yeah. So there's only like, like, if we take the Jazz out, right, they're terrible now. They go from the middle of the pack to bad. There's really only like maybe one spot, you know, maybe mm-hmm. one spot to play with where someone else could jump in. So it's not easy um, to find that team. But I, I want to throw this at you because we think there's so many good teams in the West. What, what's the, what do you think the best play to play the Timberwolves is? I love them. I, I think they're on the rise. They were top 10 in defensive efficiency before they traded for Rudy Gobert. Like, I think they overpaid for him, but whatever. Like, he's there now, and he's a tremendous defensive player. I think Anthony Edwards is ready to take that leap you mentioned yesterday for most improved. Should I take their win total? Like, I'm trying to figure out the best play to, way to play the Timberwolves. I think it's 48 and a half I saw. They won 46 last year. I know the West is tough, but I don't think it. I think they could get three more wins. I think they could be around a 50 win team. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H track all wheel drive and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The win total is one, and you can kind of dig down. I'm looking at some of the, the markets that BetMGM has right now in terms of exact outcomes for the Northwest Division, and you can look at some of those where it's, you know, Denver Nuggets finishing first. I think they're going to be better, and then Timberwolves second at plus 140. Okay, that's not great odds, but, like, those are the types of things that you can kind of dig into or, you know, how the season will end for the Minnesota Timberwolves, losing in the second round of the playoffs, if you can find that market. Those are the types of things. And it takes a little digging for those, and you really have to kind of decide, you know, if you really want to get crazy here, I mean, you could have Minnesota at plus 275 as the first-place team in Northwest, and then the Denver Nuggets finishing second, if you really think Minnesota is going to be that much better than Denver. I think Denver is the better team still, but you could also have Denver maybe not win as many regular season games, but then turn it up in the playoffs because they want to stay healthy and that's what matters. While Minnesota is a younger team and they got Rudy Gobert and there's a lot of expectations. So they're trying to focus more on actual playoff seeding during the regular season. So maybe that's the time where Minnesota ends up winning the Northwest and then Denver finishes second and you get a little value on that. But those are the types of things in the futures market you have to check out for some of these teams. Uh, Win totals are certainly easy, but 
a lot of times, unless you're betting on any plus money, you're not going to get that same return. And sometimes there's a reason why it's plus money and it's just not worth it because it's just not the likely outcome. But I would check, kind of dig a little bit deeper in some of these exact outcome markets or how a team's going to season is going to end. And that's where you can tend to find a little bit more value, especially a team like Minnesota that's taking that next step, right? Like you don't think they're going to win the title, but they could go and lose in the second round. I mean, if you're really feeling confident, maybe they lose in the Western Conference Finals. But those are the types of things that you can look at and maybe find a little more value there. Let me throw one Nick, more. Maybe you. it's uh, too much. I... Maybe it's too much Cafe du Monde or too, or too much. But I love the Pelicans. I love the Pelicans. Uh, I mean, they're, they're not, not going to win the title, but 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 no, you no. know they're twenty to one to make the finals to win the West. Uh, a healthy Zion. That team was unbelievably hot at the second half of the season. I, I like them a lot. There's a lot of hype. There's a lot of hype on the Pelicans this year, and it be, it's it becomes the Zion hype. That's that's really what it's all about. And we've seen all right. He's healthy. We got all these videos of him working out and dunking, and he's lost weight and all that. That's great. That's now, but let's see where we are the entire season. Again, when you have these stars that are injury-prone, that's always a worry. But if the team is healthy, whenever I go into a season, I assume that that's going to be the case because you can't predict, like, what if Zion misses only five games? Okay, and you were like, well, I don't want to bet on them to do anything this year because he could miss 20. We don't know. We don't know how much Anthony Davis could miss time or whatever the case is. So look at the roster, the way it's constructed. If you're getting the news that Zion's 100% healthy and he's lost weight and he's in shape, all these things, he's stopped eating gumbo as much as he used to in New Orleans, whatever the case is, doesn't matter. Those are the types of things you have to look at. Look, man, I've never been bullish on Zion's long-term career because of his size and his health, but what I will tell you is when he's healthy and he's out there, 27 points a game the last time he played a full season. So the guy can make a huge difference in New Orleans. He's phenomenal. He's a phenomenal, I mean, an all-time kind of mm -hmm. athlete. He just It's how long sure. he stays in the court, but hopefully he's healthy for this year. Rookie of the year. The market got reopened because of an injury to a top pick. We'll talk about that next right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.